Welcome to Cannabis Nation, 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 where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. We are your hosts, I'm Susan. And I'm Nick. Hey, and welcome to episode 20. Episode 20. Yeah, we got COVID aplenty. Unfortunately. Oh my God. You know I'm just happy that we don't have to do any more rhymes with teen anymore. <laughs> that was getting a little tedious. Yes, yes it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Today, we're going to be giving you some COVID and presidential election updates, what they both mean for us as a nation, plus some industry uh, inside tips of how to get a job in this new legalized cannabis market. Yes. Yeah, but first, we're going to dive right into the COVID news. So as we in the states with legalized cannabis markets have been declared essential by our governors, we would like to give you an update on where we stand as a nation. Okay. We're sucking wind. Yeah, it's not going great. Okay. At this rate, we'll be maybe someday. I don't know when. I mean, we're never going to be able to leave the country. Nobody wants us. Please, please just let's get those vaccines okay. out there. Start poking people. Okay. It's like we're the, the, the typhoid Mary of the planet, for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. According to the latest NBC News data, the COVID cases have increased in all 50 states Plus Washington, D.C. and U.S. Virgin Islands and Guam, because remember, they aren't included in the 50. So over the past 14 days, in a dozen of those states, that increase has amounted to 100 percent or more. Thank you very much. Yeah. Currently, the U.S. leads the world with 11.3 million confirmed COVID cases and more than 248,000 fatalities. Not good. So. At about 5% of the world's population, we have almost 25% of the world's cases. We're number one. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) freaking taking it. Okay. Make America great again. Anyway. Oh, my God. It's not going great. No. It's not going great at all. But that being said... A lot of you have some more extra time Uh, on your hands now. You know, a lot of the states are putting in stricter uh, stricter, uh, policies and closing down businesses again. But please be patient with your local dispensaries and bud tenders as we too have to comply with state COVID mandates. Yes. Let's spread some joy and cheer this holiday season, not COVID and fear. Okay. All right, I think those are words to live by, Nick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We All will, right. So, I mean, here in Washington State, in the in the beautiful, beautiful uh, Pacific Northwest, yeah. which, <laughs> speaking of which, you might hear some rain yeah. noises and some wind noises today. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty ornery out there. Yeah, hopefully we won't lose power. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll try our best to finish this episode. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch of new, you know, in Washington State. Yeah. Uh, Governor Jay Inslee just took us all the way back to phase one. Phase one. Yeah, which means that we can only occupy a twenty-five percent of capacity, including employees. So that's right. That's gonna make you're gonna have longer lines. Right. You're gonna have some some difficult stuff to deal with. Right. Uh, another thing, you know, all the restaurants are closing That's down right. too, except for I think outdoor they can have seating. outdoor seating yeah, up to in five. The of freaking tables, winter, <laughs> right? Right, and and of course curbside pickup and delivery right. and stuff like that. Which a lot of these businesses barely held on 
during the last shutdowns yeah. in our state and I'm sure in other markets too. So, but you know, again, we're trying to limit the spread of the coronavirus. As I've previously stated, the United States is number one in COVID. So, I mean, we need to get that number down. And yeah. how do you do it? This is how it's done. And this isn't the first pandemic ever in the history of mankind. So just know that what played out for the previous pandemics is probably going to play out for this pandemic unless we do things differently and learn from history, which yes. we're not famous for doing as no. a species. No. So yeah. if you're one of those people that is angry and grumpy about all the all the crackdowns and everything, yeah. first of all, stop and try to just have like a iota of care about your fellow human being for a second. Right. But don't attack your frontline service workers no. about it. They're not the one that put the mandate Hello? in. They're just trying to do what Follow they can the to stay open and keep people employed. Yes. So don't take the fight to them. Okay. Yeah. Now, God, how great would it be one day to have a federal government that issues pandemic specific guidelines across the whole nation where all states are mandated to follow the same set of guidelines? Well, guess what? We might just get our wish. We might just get oh our wish. Oh, my God, Nick, tell him the news. Yeah, so Biden has been declared winner of the presidential race by almost, almost. everyone. <laughs> almost. And as people were dancing in the streets, <laughs> celebrating, singing, expressing their glee over yeah. the election results, yeah. or in some cases, much <laughs> wailing and gnashing much. of teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we decided to dive into what this is going to mean for the cannabis industry. Yes, because as you know, when we've talked about these things before, each presidential um, election means a new cabinet and a, a new way of dealing with cannabis. So. Exactly, exactly. So we've talked about Biden a lot in this in the Prohibition series specifically in this podcast, mm -hmm. where his main role was champion, championing mandatory minimum yes. sen sentences, which included drug charges. Hello wasn't a great start no. then as vice president in the obama presidency which was the most prosecutionally violent time in u.s history oh for God. medical marijuana oh also not super promising no so the question is has he turned a new leaf since then oh that's funny <laughs> well i mean the answer is yes and no the, yeah. So the Biden-Harris campaign promises for the fight for racial equality included the decriminalization of cannabis nationwide yep. and expungements of cannabis use crimes. Now, this sounds good. Yes, that is a great start. Yes. We need to stop filling prisons with cannabis users, Hello? especially black people who are much more likely uh -huh. to be charged with a cannabis crime despite comparable rates of use uh -huh. between black and white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them about the quote here. This is great. Yeah, well, the, the Democrat uh, booker from New Jersey is is quoted as saying marijuana in our country is already legal for privileged people yes and the war on drugs has been a war on black and brown people yes there are people in congress right now that admit to smoking marijuana while there are people our kids are in jail right now for those drug crimes yeah and he's the senator from you know new jersey yeah. so and he ran for uh, am i wrong did he also run for president at some point that I do not know. No, okay. So, um, but, I mean, Harris was also the lead sponsor of the Moore Act in mm -hmm. the Senate, which is another great sign, despite her somewhat controversial history as the Attorney General of California. Yeah. <laughs> but what about Biden? Yeah. Well, he has yet to come out to support descheduling. okay? What the cannabis industry truly needs, honestly, right? Yeah. 
So he is more in support of rescheduling cannabis, which could prove very troubling to be the cannabis industry. And why is that? That would essentially put cannabis in the hands of big pharma and would require it to be prescribed by a doctor and purchased from a pharmacy. Yeah, which is okay. not not the way that it needs to be. No. Now, whether the feds will allow the states to have legalized recreational cannabis to continue business as usual or not is unknown. But even if they continue to ignore legal states, it still wouldn't open up banking, investing, loans, or interstate commerce for that matter. Yeah. The only thing it might do is to eliminate our obligation to pay the 280E tax. Which we've talked about previously, the tax rate for drug trafficking Mm -hmm. and how to report your taxes if you're (laughs) an illegal drug trafficker. Because the feds don't care where you get their money, where you get their money, okay? It's their money. (laughs) They want to cut, right? The scary part is that while the scheduling has to go through the Senate, Biden could possibly reschedule it with an executive order. Jesus, fingers crossed that he doesn't do that. Yeah, because rescheduling could leave it in uh, pretty much the exact same place if people are they people have it like if you have a prescription drug without a prescription you can go to jail for that yeah and that's what they would do with cannabis absolutely so so we can't have that well not only that think of the whore and i don't even want to say this out loud so think of the patents that they would try to to for each strain or each cannabinoid that these big companies would put on so well that's the the bottom line is that i think we once again have talked about it before but cannabis like as the plant as a bud does not fit the American uh, ideal or the American definition of what a medicine is. So there's no way that even if, you know, it does go that direction and Big Pharma gets it, we're not going to be buying buds. We're going to be buying THC and CBD tablets that are pre-dosed, pre-regulated, and cut cut out everything else that's going to make, you know, that makes cannabis work. Well, and also, which makes it accessible to people who might not be pursuant of using it as medicine because they don't want to get, they don't want a script, they don't want to be in a database, they don't want... They want that autonomy of being able to go into a rec shop and purchasing things. Yeah. Right. And when you and then when you put it in a pill form, then you take away choices to. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Exactly. So because as we have talked about previously here that smoking is the most efficient and quickest way to 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 feel the, the yeah. effects yeah. of said of said marijuana. So all that would change. Yeah. OK. And so. How do we get cannabis legalized? All right. It seems crazy that it's so hard at this point. Every state that has had cannabis reform on the ballot this year passed it. There is a majority support for cannabis in both Republicans and Democrats. Excuse me, in Democratic camps. The biggest roadblock at this point is the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Oh, uh, there he is. Stinky old again. turtle. There he is again. I can't. Okay. And this is what drives me crazy. He has blocked every cannabis legislation from hitting the floor and receiving a vote. And unfortunately, he won the re-election in Kentucky. How the hell did that happen? Is he related to everybody in Kentucky? I don't understand. Oh, Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, no. Excuse me? uh... I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right, just forget I said that. But we have one chance left to get him out of his position. Listen to this. 
that's with the Georgia runoffs. Yes, then this is super important. A lot yes. of people have no idea what's even going on in Georgia right, right now, and we urge you to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Should the Democrats pull an unprecedented win and take both seats in Georgia, this would lead to a tie to be broken by Kamala Harris. Because remember, as the vice president, she's going to be the lead of the Senate floor to break ties. Undoubtedly, will favor the Democrats, right? Yeah. That would remove Mitch McConnell as Senate majority leader, and the federal cannabis legalization would suddenly become a realistic possibility for the first time since Prohibition. Because then we could put it onto the floor for a vote. And right with a with a Democratic majority, it'll. Plus, plus, like 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 we've said, like we said earlier, I mean, Republicans support it too. Right. It's just been Mitch McConnell blocking yeah. it from even getting a yeah. vote. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, turtles like to block things. Yeah. So all you folks in Georgia, make sure you get out and vote in the runoffs. And if any of you have friends or family there, spread the message. Georgians have until December 7th to register for it. And the vote is on the 5th of January. Yeah. Go, Georgia! Yeah, yeah. This is our like serious chance to to really yeah. actually make some federal progress. And, and it's amazing to me how one state, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, can make the difference. How and much that's control. so great about this country is it's like is it's like no 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 it is it's like it's like watching a soap opera. It's like it's Friday and it's the cliffhanger. That is know? exactly how we got a freaking reality TV Seriously. show host to be a president. Okay. I am tired of this. <laughs> Government should be boring. Uh, no. Government should well, be boring. Well, it was boring. designed to be boring and slow. Yes. But that's not what we have now. It's no. the weirdest thing. It's like a white-knuckled ride, and it's not the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland kind no. of ride. No. No. <laughs> it's total drama it's the, all the oh, time. Whoa. Ah, ah. <laughs> I think we need to ban politicians from Twitter. <laughs> not a bad idea. Uh, you know what? Social media entirely. No politicians <laughs> on social media. Yeah. Screw them. You know what? You're going to have to I think there should be a staff member or at least like a group of them that actually like um, we think maybe this tone here or maybe this verbiage there. Well, see, that's the thing. Or maybe most, just don't say this at all. A lot, you know? of, a lot of them probably do have PR departments that are working on all that. But some of them <laughs> say, fuck you. I'm going to say what I want every single minute of, of every day. single day. I'm, I'm going to share every yeah. thought that runs through my, my head. Because you know what? Get the bucket. The pearls are coming out. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm going yep. rogue. You're welcome. You're <laughs> yeah. welcome that you're getting to hear this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Nick and I, believe it or not, okay, because I am kind of in the camp where I want government to be slow, so I want legalization of marijuana to be slow, you know, because I'm afraid of big pharma. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think our girl's ready to go start dating boys and going to the prom. I just don't. I see that. That's the whole thing is that's why we don't want to reschedule. I totally agree with that. We don't want big pharma. But if we deschedule it, then it's not in the hands of pharma. It's not a pharmaceutical medication and right. they won't they won't be able to really I mean they can probably they can make some over the counter medications yes. or something with it. But who cares about that? We'll still have what we have and 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 it's gonna descheduling will allow the states to continue that have legalized it the way they are working things. You know, it's not going to be this big blanket. Okay, now all the states have to follow these exact rules and whatever you had before, fuck that. It's okay. going to be... See, that's what I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah, that's not going to happen because 
it's going to be essentially the same way that, I mean, there's going to be some overhead, some federal mm-hmm. overhead. Mm-hmm. An oversight, yeah. But generally, it's probably going to be less tight than a lot of the laws that we already have in place in, in a the lot states. of states. Yeah. And, and, and then it begs the question for me, okay, what about the states where it's not legalized and they're not friendly to cannabis? And so, yeah, you have this federal umbrella and how they operate there and let big pharmas into their state and maybe do some tomfoolery that can be brought to a Supreme Court that says, hey, we are able to patent this cannabinoid in, a, in this state. So why do you see where I'm going? It's like the rabbit hole goes for me. So I'm again, I'm liking that it's a state by state thing because each state has time yeah i get what you're saying but letting it remain illegal on a federal sense is is you're you're flexing your privilege right now we have yeah. a privilege that other states don't have that's so true and in we have to get rid of that we have to level the playing field if those states decide they don't want legal cannabis in their state they can still not have legal cannabis in their state by their choice you know mm-hmm. but what it does is it makes it possible for everybody to do it without <sighs> any sort of fear of federal repercussion well and there's that yeah and that's important too and then we get to the descheduling Right. And and so, again, we're going to see how it goes. But again, remember, whatever side you're on and whatever opinion you hold and how you got there, Mm -hmm. know who you're you guys have heard me say this at nauseum, know who you're voting for and know what they are about and what counts to them. Because like what's going on here in Georgia, one state can make the difference in how our country, the direction of our country. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not unimportant. Yes. And, you know, after this race, I mean, that that's the thing. The way the runoffs work, you can only vote for one or two, one of two candid- mm-hmm. candidates in the runoff. Um, the whole runoff thing was put into play as an old school racist gerrymandering <laughs> Republican bullshit. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what... I really want to say and what I want to normalize for future elections and, and where we move from here is that there are more than two parties, people like <gasps> you don't we? have to be a Democrat oh or a Republican. Listen to the candidates and see yes. what speaks to, mo- to you most and then vote for who you actually so, care for. Yes. And who agree, you know, who you agree with and yeah. who, where you'd like to see that direction go. You know what I mean? Are they going in the right direction? Let's go with that. Not stop, because stop basing your voter yeah. identity on, on, oh, I'm a Democrat or, or I'm, I'm a Republican. Republican. I'm always going to vote you Democrat. I'm always going to vote Republican and because I, that's what I brand myself as. Yeah. No, listen to each thing they say. Yeah. Listen to their platform. Yeah. Listen to what they are going to do and what Sing they it. care about and vote for that person specifically based on that. And see, and I'm always the nation needs to come first. Yeah. What's good for the country? Yeah. I don't care about your freaking party affiliations. No. What's best for the country? What benefits the most people? Right. Who is the best person for that specific job yeah okay not oh we're gonna control screw you and your control it's gotten us nowhere yeah look at what we, we've become the fact the fact that like i mean it's treated like a freaking board game where yeah. it's like a game of risk where they're trying to <laughs> capture tiles yeah. and and yeah. hold like that's bullshit fuck that yeah 
Fuck that. I agree. I Vote totally for agree. what you care about and yeah. fuck the parties. Like, th- Thank you. Amen. Now, and because we were uh, talking about, you know, how much like a state like Georgia can swing things, you know, for us federally, as, as far as legalization as cannabis is concerned, we noticed that there was a whole bunch of states that went through some sort of cannabis legalization efforts. And we have some winners in the fight, guys. Yeah. Unbelievable. So awesome. Here's a list of some of the states that have passed legalization of cannabis in some form or another. Nick, yeah. take it away. Yeah, I mean, like we said, every single state that had it up passed it uh, for in, in one way or another. or another. But we got Arizona, which is freaking a long time coming. <laughs> Amazing. They've tried, they've actually like successfully passed and then had it rescinded multiple yeah. times. Yeah, But we got New Jersey, we got Montana, and which, we got South Dakota. South Dakota. And Mississippi. Shocking. Mississippi just did medical. Right. The rest of them did recreational. South Dakota, the first state in history to legalize both medical and recreational cannabis simultaneously. Wow. So they didn't have any medical, any cannabis legalization before right then they just went straight they went all in yeah i mean it's a it's a total freaking sign of the times yes south dakota yeah that we're ready we're ready for this yeah everybody is i i I think that it's great yeah i think that you know that these people there's people not gonna go to jail yeah (laughs) yeah there's people gonna stop going to jail that's that's the big part that's the big part stop filling our freaking prisons it's it's actually funny how much our covid numbers mirror our prison oh my god i didn't even put that together totally once again five percent of the world's population 25 percent of the world's prisoners (laughs) it's almost exactly the same (gasps) that's that's a horrible statistic isn't it (laughs) that's just terrible isn't it we suck (laughs) what a commentary we're number one (laughs) <laughs> oh my god we're prisoners to covid oh my god <laughs> that should be the name of this episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway with, uh, with more states that have legalized this year uh we figured we'd put it out there especially with people losing their jobs yeah. with businesses restricting more with the covid numbers bumping up and a cannabis industry that uh, despite all odds is expanding yeah how do you get a job in the industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought we'd give you some insight on how one might go about doing that, uh, especially with a new market uh, that is just like figuring booming. it out yeah. and, 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 and coming up in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, my God. Booming in the middle yeah. of a pandemic, by the way. Yeah. And as we were thinking about this and like coming up with points about like, OK, how do you get a job in the industry? You know, what is it? A lot of it was just like, how do you get a job? Yeah, seriously, (laughs) it was. It was like, boy, you know, this just speaks to like every market ever out there, you know? Because of course, knowledge about your product and Mm -hmm. and and what the business is that you're trying to get to is super important. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's all about making yourself presentable and appealing, right? Uh huh. That's what that's what you are trying to do. Uh So when you're talking about applying to these jobs, one. Um, I mean, I was going to say hand off your resume in person, but right now maybe that's not the best idea. COVID, (laughs) COVID, 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 COVID. So if you're turning it in online, how do you, how do you mirror that? You know, aside from going in and introducing yourself and Mm -hmm. shaking hands, which of course is all bad ideas if you don't have to be going in there right now. Um, first of all. Write a cover letter yeah, I was that is say, specific to the to business the, yeah. that you are applying to. I was going to say, not just to the business, but, okay, write a cover, cover, cover letter that introduces yourself in a way that's that's professional. 
you know, and and, per, and somewhat personal. Like and, you want to give them idea an idea of your personality. But a don't bit. say I like I I've been I've been partaking in cannabis pretty much my whole life. You know? I was I was the biggest <laughs> dealer in <Yeah>. Montucky. <laughs> Montucky for <laughs> and don't. And I guess to speak to the job that you're going after, because remember, it's a cover letter, not your resume. So yeah. you can speak to that specific job. Exactly. And don't, you know, if, you, if you're going for a retail position, don't say, I love growing cannabis. We don't care. Yeah. Okay, that's a nice hobby you have. But what we want to know is what's your customer service experience? You yeah. know, if, if any, do you have any retail experience in cannabis, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And and you don't necessarily need that. And yeah. and, and that's what that's where a good cover letter oh, can absolutely. can put you that step above cuz if you one just have the wherewithal to decide to do that, uh-huh. you put enough effort in to do that, that shows one that's super promising that you're willing to just actually write a cover letter because nobody does even when it's specifically requested on the yeah, job yeah. listing. <laughs> That's the other thing. Even when it's specifically yeah. requesting uh, about, in my experience, about 5% of people will actually write, write a one. cover letter. Yeah. yeah, and that speaks to are you paying attention to what yeah. we're asking for? Because if you can't even do that, mm-hmm. then we're not going to look at you because yeah. you didn't follow the, dir- the directions yeah. like th- in this initial step. Yeah. Two, just, I mean, that's the big thing is if you don't have much, any cannabis uh, retail experience or anything like that, just let me know that you're excited about it and you really want to be a part of this, you know, like figure out how to, how to say that in a way that. And and use words like I like to help people and I think, you know, cannabis is good medicine or, you know, that it, it, whatever, but don't just say I like smoking kind of words that say I like smoking weed. I, mean, I bet we, I smoke more weed than you. Yeah. I bet I've been smoking weed longer than you've been alive. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. We all like smoking weed or else we wouldn't be here. So give us a little bit more than that. Okay. Just like any company, we want to know why you want to work for yeah. us. What and do you bring to the table? Yeah, exactly. That's that's super important. How you can, uh, why you want to be a part of the business and how you feel like you could be uh, beneficial to it. And this doesn't need to be a page. This doesn't need no. to be, it can be a short paragraph, yeah. a few sentences. Absolutely. You know, that, that just gives us a personal, like, hey, I'm here. Nice to meet you. Yeah. This is what I'm about. Now, also important, we're doing a lot of uh, video um interviews now yes because of the covid yes so you know always i think it's always a good idea to practice run your technology mm-hmm. with friends just to make sure that you know you... They, they say a good technique <laughs> is like if you're if you got a big thing that you're nervous for that you got to go to like 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 a job interview or something you know a few days beforehand drive the route get yeah. there and figure out where the building is figure out where parking is yes. you know all that stuff so you know what you're getting into yes same thing same figure out the if it's zoom or whatever platform whatever you know, log into it figure it out yes you know a lot of them uh and then uh, a lot of them allow you to put up a background behind you that's right so the if green you're in, screen. exactly yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, if you don't necessarily have a, a super nice looking area to do your Zoom meeting mm-hmm. or if you're freaking laying in bed, you know, I don't see. Don't be laying in yeah, bed. Yeah, don't no. be laying in bed. <laughs> at least sit in a chair. Come at on. At least sit up. Yeah. 
but you don't need to have a, a necessarily if you don't have a super nice looking area then then use that yeah you know you use all the tools to your revenge yeah that that's right comb your hair still comb your yeah. hair put a clean shirt on and i will tell you when it comes to like zoom meetings online meetings lighting is so important oh, yeah, no kidding it like good is. lighting finding that area where you have a good good even light that's shown on your face you know yeah it's gonna look a lot better than a dark shadowy room you know <laughs> super important yeah and just because you're at home don't get in that comfortable zone where you're like fidgeting with your stuff yeah you know because it's real easy to do in your own home because you're comfortable there and you exactly. don't know that you're doing it remember yeah. you are in an interview so mm -hmm. act accordingly just like if you were at the place of business that you're going to yes exactly you this is a professional meeting mm -hmm. despite the weird setting <laughs> And also, too, um, there's lots of different positions in cannabis. So don't just relegate yourself to one thing because sometimes you there's entry positions in, in everything that you do. So you might put your foot in the door in one place, you know, like, say, a trimming job or something. Yeah. Right. And that can lead to something else down the road. Yeah. And I mean, any any business that has a specific way that they do things would rather train somebody up mm -hmm. versus hire somebody. Especially that, the farms. Exactly. Exactly. So if you, you, you know, even if you don't have any growing experience previously or something like that, of course, don't apply to be a head grower. That's freaking stupid right. <laughs> but but you can you can get it on the ground floor and learn through through the business itself and and grow from there you don't necessarily need to have home grow experience exactly. previously in order exactly. to get there that's you exactly can, you right can grow together so don't be intimidated by no. that because like nick's saying a lot of people like to train you yeah. okay so for myself personally i was very intimidated to get into this world and i was lucky enough to be offered a position and and I was lucky enough to be offered a couple positions so um because I had had bartending experience so I had handled a bunch of cash I had handled a bunch of cranky people and I had handled you know ID checking and all that stuff and I know how to say no politely and I know how mm. to handle difficult situations de-escalation techniques de exactly and I so because of that, I brought that to the table, yeah. which was sometimes there's people who are definitely more knowledgeable about cannabis than I am and still are, by the way, because you can always learn if this is one of those industries oh, yeah. where you're constantly learning. Well, we as an in, I mean, we not just as an industry, but the, there's more knowledge coming out about marijuana every single day. day. There are over 22,000 medical studies that have been, or scientific studies that have been put on on cannabis. You know, nobody knows everything. Exactly. That's the bottom line. And, and that, and no, so don't let anybody tell you that there is. And yes, while it is intimidating, just like any new thing is, I remember when I started selling essential oils. Oh my God. You know, there's where I learned about terpenes and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So totally. there was a lot of knowledge to know in there as well. But what was really important. I think that what worked for me is that I had that great customer service background and I truly, and if anybody who knows me, who's been to the shop knows that my goal every day with every human interaction is to make that person feel better when they're leaving than they did when they came in. Yeah. 
yeah, have a positive experience every time they come in. Mm-hmm. And and that's like that one last thing that I really wanted to touch on. We've touched on so much like if you don't have experience that you know what what to do. If you do have a lot of experience and you know a lot and you've, you know, either grown a lot if you're applying, you know, applying for a grower or or uh or you've sold a lot of weed right. or whatever, you know, if you come in with a lot of knowledge, my number one advice to you is be malleable. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be so stuck in, oh, no, I know better. Yes. Because that's going to just create problems. Yes. You know, be open, share your information, yep. share your knowledge, but also be open to, to changing the ways that you do things. Yes. Because once again, there's a million and one ways to grow the plant. There's oh, yes. so many different ways to do everything. There's everything. A, yeah. Even down to consumption. Yeah. You know, for me... I mean, I've been smoking pot for a long time, and uh, I was doing it wrong the whole time. So I learned. <laughs> but you know that that's also the thing is you weren't doing it wrong. You were just doing it different. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was. You it's, had you had your own it's wrong. way. It's wrong. But you know, but we learned that. So don't like like Nick saying, always be ready because what's so great and interesting about this market, this industry that we're in right now is because the science has been so suppressed and there hasn't been a a lot of research and now we're starting to develop it and come out of the dark ages and expand on this stuff that, you know, started happening in the late forties, early Mm fifties. It's such a great time to be on, on the ground floor and get your foot in the door. Yeah. So, that's all I have to say about that. Yes, yeah, so that's our little <laughs> that's our little long uh, job uh, advice. Insider intel. Yeah. yeah, and if you're in any of those uh, new states that just legalized, you got a lot of opportunities opening ahead of you. So yeah. freaking jump on it, especially if the restaurant shut down. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, we're sorry. Well, thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation, everybody. We hope this has helped shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Nick. And Susan. And on a Oh, yeah, and wherever you listen to podcasts, too.